Praise Song Cruncher with Toby Mac's favorite song and a lot of fantastic buzzwords today. We're playing for Brian and Courtney. See who wins. Here's Table Talk Radio. A radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I like how he ran in the room thinking that you accidentally articulated baptism incorrectly. Like, wait a minute, you're mistaken. He said to me, he said, you sound like a heretic. Right, yeah. It wasn't like, boy, they must be playing a game where they're articulating someone else's belief. It was, I think Pastor Wolfmiller is off his rocker. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little bit disturbed that you think that I would actually teach that about baptism, Pastor Fleming. And it's so, 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 so deserved to be crunched. I mean, mega crunch. So, uh, you guys put the mega crunch crunch on the song. That would be awesome. (laughs) Keep uh, preaching the word. Pastors, keep it mediocre. Mediocre and hilarious. On the cutting edge of meteorocity, this is Table Talk Radio. Pastor Wolfman, how are you doing? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're right just the the cusp of, of... What's new in mediocrity? I don't know. Uh, what's going on in the bell tower? Keeping mediocrity. Oh, it's great up here. Keeping... It's a little bit cold. I got my uh, cassock on. Stay warm. Really? I never, I've never been cold before in Texas. It's a new <laughs> thing. I walked outside. It's like 62 degrees today. Oh. Middle of January. 62 degrees. Crazy I thought stuff. it was always cold but in the summer there. for some reason, there. it's a little bit cold in here. It's probably got down to 58 or... Well, no, it's probably. I'm going to go check the temperature now that you asked how I am. One second. Yeah, we'll just wait here. Yeah, no problem. Just uh, hey, grab something to eat while you're at it. No, no biggie. We're just recording a show here. It's 68 degrees in here. I don't know if I don't actually have any. It, it, Carrie sets the thermometer at home. I never pay attention to it, so I don't actually know if that's cold or not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but it feels a little bit cold to me, so I got my, uh, my I got my cassock on. But otherwise, the tower is fantastic. Great. Good Good to know. Good to know. Uh, well, so today we're going to be doing some praise song crunching, and I don't really know if we have anything planned after that, so I'm sure that'll be worth sticking around for. But first, buzzwords. <laughs> My buzzword was... was... Let me try that again. Let me take another run at that sentence. My buzzword for you is Acadia, or Acadia, or Acedia. I don't know how to actually pronounce this word. Remember the word I don't know how to pronounce? That's this one. But it means sloth. Remember how we used to have the seven deadly sins? Now I don't think any sins are considered deadly. But we used to have the idea of the seven deadly sins. And um, and one of them was sloth. And people look at sloth and they think that just means being lazy or something. What do you think, what do you think of when someone says sloth? I think of the animal. What do you think about when someone says slothful? <laughs> I think of an animal-like characteristic of moving slow. What do you think when someone says the seventh deadly sin of sloth? Uh, you know, I think it's true. But we don't uh, we don't think about it much, but there is uh, there is something to be said about this um, us ah, sloth or what's another apathy. This, this this is terrible apathy. I don't know if that's related to the same thing or completely different, but. Uh, 
people not caring one way or the other. I mean, I, I was, that's probably taking it out of context. I don't really know. I'd have to look. But uh, there's the passage in in uh, Revelation where it says, I would rather that you are hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I spew you out of out of my mouth. I mean, at least, at least if you're... Um, if you at least care, <laughs> then then you're getting behind something. But just to kind of shrug your shoulders and be like, eh, whatever, I don't care. So you go and try to tell someone about the most important thing in the entire world, that uh, God has become man to die for our sins and to redeem humanity back to himself. And then someone goes, eh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, eh, whatever. Now that's that's, well, that's a little different. See, this is the, that's that's the thing that I was going. You kind of you kind of beat me to the punchline already because I think when what you're supposed to say when I say what do you think about the sloth? You just think, you know like a guy sitting around eating Doritos, watching TV on the couch, lazy, like doing nothing, laziness. But spe- but the, it's a spiritual thing, sloth. And I want to read you a paragraph from the Large Catechism. Remember who wrote the Large Catechism? Martin Luther. This is <laughs> so we'll play the game. This new game is called Guess What Part of the Catechism Luther is Talking About. Okay. Ready? He writes this. Likewise, those fastidious spirits are to be reproved who, when they have heard a sermon or two, find it tedious and dull, thinking that they know all that well enough and need no more instruction. For just that is the sin which has been hitherto reckoned among mortal sins and is called Acadia, Acadia, Acedia. Uh, in other words, tuper or satiety, a malignant, dangerous plague with which the devil bewitches and deceives the hearts of many that he may surprise us and secretly withdraw God's word from us. Whoa. Um, by the way, I think you should just pick a pronunciation and go with it. Just like you own it. Asadia, Acedia, Acadia. I'm going to look it up on the Google. Okay. It pronounces words for it, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't it does. Know if it knows this one though. Uh, in any case, are, are you chicken? I'm going. I'm going to go with uh, Luther talking about the uh, third commandment. Uh, you're right. Boom. Oh, who are you playing for today? By the way, do we know that? Oh, I forgot all I about forgot that. Uh, we'll have to check during the break. Okay, I'm going to give you and whoever you're playing for 200 points for that. Nice. That's nice work. Luther on the third commandment. So that so that the the danger is spiritual. This is we could say it like this. Maybe this is the simple way of saying what Luther said is that the devil attacks us by making us bored with the Lord's word. He, he like exactly what you said is that we have this most important thing in all of the world, the most glorious announcement of the truth that the battle has been won. That Jesus has overcome. You know that I was. Um, someone was asking me about this. You know what your a buzzword should be? Hmm. The gospel. What What do you have for a buzzword? By the way, my buzzword is the gospel. Actually, oh, that's perfect. Because I was just talking to someone the other day about how we should define the gospel. Okay. This word, because we say it means good news, right? But the picture. Have we talked about this? The picture is. That you're in the ancient world and you live in this little village and and your village is at war with the people down the you know down the river, and all the the men the boys and the and the fathers have gone off to war and you're there, at home and and you can hear the sounds of war maybe you can even smell war you can see the smoke going up but you have no idea what's happening because there's no CNN, 
I don't know if that actually. I can't you know picture a world anyway, where there's but. no CNN. So, you have to wait for the for the runner to come back, and he's going to announce one of two things. He's going to say, "Well, he's going to say the war's over and we lost, so run for it," or "The war's over and we won," and everything depends on that message. I mean, what that announcer is going to say is going to define the rest of your life. Either your husband and your child are going to come back with the spoils of war and victory, or it's going to be the enemy coming over the hill, and you've got to run for it and hide under the rocks. And so everything depends on, your whole future depends on what, what that guy's going to say. And he comes and he, and he announces good news. That's what gospel means. So that the pastor runs from the battle, runs over the hills, runs into the pulpit and says, the war's over, and our guy won. Our champion defeated the enemy, and now he's coming back with the spoils. Mm-hmm. And, and, this is, and it changes absolutely everything in our hearts and minds, in our lives. That's the, this is the picture of the gospel. And, and, it, so, and we say, here that comes, and we're indifferent to it. It's like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll take a swing at this uh, definition of gospel because now we can talk about this in a second. But there's when when the word is used, like in the scriptures, there is a a broad and narrow sense of the word. So I'm I'm kind of locking on the narrow sense of the word. Uh, but the word gospel is the good news that uh, Jesus Christ has won for us uh, the forgiveness of all of our sins. Now. Um, what we what we mean by kind of a narrow and broad sense of the word is that um in the in the narrow sense of the word it is strictly that good news um it is the that which Jesus has done for us uh that it's 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 the word that gives comfort it's the it's the word that um releases us from the from the burden of sin um now in the scriptures this word gospel which is good news uh can re- refer to the entire truth of God's word so that would include um, the parts of God's word that also reveal to us our sin, um, and now sometimes we have a hard time thinking. Well, how how could the news that I am a sinner before God be good news? But in in that sense of the word, it's just talking about all of God's truth. Um, but in in the narrow sense, as I defined, uh, it, it's it's uh, th- that news of 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 being a sinner before God is a run up or a a, a preface. Um, to the good news that uh, I have forgiveness in Jesus for the sake of what he's done. Now, um, now with your analogy then, um, imagine someone who doesn't even know there's a war. I mean, just, I mean, in your analogy of, of the runner coming with this good news depends upon the fact that you can see war on the horizon, and if a person is living their life and, and doesn't even think that, that something bad is going on, all the more they're uh, apathetic to, towards this gospel. But, but when you see you're, you're, you're standing before a holy God and then you hear the, the gospel, well, now that's, that's the most glorious news there could ever be. All right, so got our buzzwords down. Got to know your down. dangerous situation. During this, uh, during this break, we're going to hunt down who we're playing for. I don't know how you get points in Praise Song Cruncher, but two of our listeners will want to know that as soon as we get back from this yes. break. Uh, if you have a Praise Song, call it in, 1-800-385-SOLA. We should do that today, too, listen to voicemail system. We'll be right back. Yeah, good point. 
best show ever. Table Talk Radio. Get the Around the Word devotions delivered to you in a free daily email. You can sign up for that at whatdoesthismean.org. Click the devotions button. My home state, by the way, I'm not sure if you heard about this, has just saved the planet. It's amazing. Uh, our Colorado? No. No, no, no. I meant where I, where, where I reign from here in the state of Oregon. Oh, oh, just, oh. just saved the planet by banning the use of plastic bags. So no longer will whales have to deal with plastic bags ever again. You can't use plastic bags? Uh, well, stores can't give them out, so I mean, I suppose you can. I suppose you can do whatever you want with the plastic. What do you bag. use for your trash? I know. Tell me hands. about it. I, I had to. I had to stock up, but I don't know what I'm going to do when I run out. But don't worry, it's all about saving yeah. the planet. So we have now saved the, California. Do you use like leaf bags, garbage bags? Yes, th- those are not illegal. But if you what own if you a could bring like store. a kitchen garbage bag to the grocery store and just have them put all your that might all be your easier groceries in the trash. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Didn't we figure out that like whatever the carbon credit it was to make a a plastic bag was like a fifth of what it takes to make a pla- a paper bag? And is that what we're supposed to use? Paper? I thought paper was the bad guy. I of know. The trees. No, you get we're, we're you supposed get, to use, like reusable hemp bags. You get, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you get charged five cents for a plastic bag now, though. So or a, a paper bag. I mean, a paper bag is five cents a piece, and then plastic is out. So I'm just gonna. You know how when you're kids, you and you forgot that you needed to carry stuff. You just use your t-shirt. I guess I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Oh man! I, we should start making T-shirts with like huge front pockets in them, like a kangaroo T-shirt. Put that on the table talk merch store, <laughs> like a like an apron t- like a combo apron T-shirt. It's really gonna appeal to that right there's California. I shouldn't have said it out loud. I can't Oregon. believe I just gave away that great idea. <laughs> Trademarked. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, that's neither okay, here nor there. The, uh, let's see. Acedia. That's the uh, official pronunci- pronunciation from the Google. Acedia. Okay. So I, so uh, that's my buzzword, or that's the buzzword you have for me. So I'll try to knock that out. All right. So do you want to hear who we're playing for and who today? who are we playing for? All right. Yep. I am playing on behalf of Brian with an I. And you that are... That guy has a great name. ...are playing... On behalf of Courtney. So I think if you spoke in a woman's voice from here on out, it would probably be most appropriate. <laughs> Courtney from Australia. Remember that part in the Lego movie where he says, they're going to be expecting a rocket ship or a Batmobile ship and a, or a something else ship, and Batman says, one of those sounds really good to me. Remember that part? One of those ideas sounds really good to me. That's how I am with Brian. One of that one of those names sounds really good to me. <laughs> no, no, you got Courtney. So, okay. All right. So I already have right. two hundred points for Brian. So Brian, I think we're sitting pretty because we're about to do some praise song crunching, which really has no point value <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> normally. So let's just uh, let's get in that. So we got an email here now. Do you know the Do you know the listener here? 
Yeah, this is from one of my confirmands. I have members of the church, then they come and they ask, am I authorized to listen to Table Talk Radio? Do we say at some point that you're supposed to get your pastor's permission? <laughs> That's usually in the disclaimer that you're talking over at the end. Okay, so apparently since we say that, people are asking me, and my answer is no, absolutely not. <laughs> but they listen but anyway. Josiah failed to either ask or to be obedient to my prohibition and was listening to table talk radio on his christmas road trip glad they survived that and the result was he says i got a praise song for you to crunch why not this toby mac song ah which i don't know anything about toby mac i just see him see him all the time on the memes he must be a popular guy but um, shows how out of touch i am i don't know who i don't know who he is i don't know i never i don't think i've ever heard this uh song before well you are out of touch so we I don't have to refute that, but uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, Toby Mac used to be in the old uh, DC Talk, which you used to listen to back in the day, right? You knew all the songs then. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Uh, so uh, I did. I like the old DC Talk. There it is. So Toby Mac, uh, your new favorite uh, artist. Here's a song called Favorite Song. <laughs> oh. I wonder if it's his favorite. song you know just how you get that song stuck in your head and you want to sing it again over and over and over again do you do you know that the, there's i mean, i had a list at one point of songs that you can listen to over and over again without getting tired of them it wasn't oh yeah i remember that cat stevens was on it i think you remember that list cat stevens cat mohammed stevens wild world that was one and uh mr bojangles uh live jerry jeff walker from the live from new orleans concert that's another one and there's there's maybe two other songs on that list. It's not a very long list. You know what song almost made it was Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Mm. I think about 12 hours sick of, of it. that. <laughs> you get worn out. Well, maybe... I mean, it's got a long runtime. 12 hours. Well, now that you well, are um, enlightened and know about Toby Mac, maybe this song will make the list. In this fact... This song is funny because it almost <laughs> sounds like a kid's song, you know? <laughs> It's almost like he's trying to build an earworm. Yeah, I think earworm. I think that's right. I think he is. <laughs> because it, this this song, the lyrics don't make sense if it's this terrible song that n- you don't ever want to hear again, right? I mean, like the lyrics to my favorite song, you stick with me all day long. I mean, you can't sing that to a tune that's going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's such a terrible tune. I never want to hear it again. That's right. You want to write something where, like, if someone, if you hand someone a toy xylophone, they try to start playing it, which is what this reminds me of for some reason. 
You know what I'm I have a few of those <laughs> laying around if uh, we want to put it to the test. The toy, toy xylophone. Huh. Well, what are we going to do with this song? Crunch it? Uh, we can try to crunch it. I mean, so so there's a there's a broad and I narrow learned, sense the way, of the Toby word. Mac is one word. Did you, oh yeah? Did you know that there's, we don't have time for spaces. We don't have time for spaces. So the, there's a broad and narrow sense of the word for um, praise song, and I think this goes yeah. into the broad sense of the word. Although I've been surprised before. Yeah, I think, yeah, right. We 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 have uh, received songs before on this show, and I have said no one has ever sung this in a praise song as a praise song in like in a worship service. And then we'll get an email. Hey, I was at this church and they were singing it as a praise song. So I've been proven wrong before. Right. So, uh, but the first question with the praise song cruncher is, is Jesus mentioned? Okay. So uh, I'm looking and I don't think there's Jesus is mentioned in here. So we do want to hear from people that have sung this song in church. If that's happened. Yes. Because I think that this is somewhat unlikely. Even though, I mean, <laughs> like you said, if we knew what was happening in the churches down the street from us, we would probably go find a grave in order to be able to roll over in it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you hear that you just can't think that something this goofy. Someone says, hey, that's, you know, that Toby Mac song? It sounds off that, get it. Someone, why don't we get the praise band to get out the xylophone and play that song over and over? You know, I wonder if they Everyone they're... gets mad at you, though, if you, because they're like, don't. I wonder if any, like, psychologist... Come on, Irene might be on that list of the songs that you can play, but uh, <laughs> I, I wish I had that list somewhere. I wonder if there's a psychologist somewhere who, is, who has studied what makes a song get stuck in your head. Because I'll tell you the songs that get stuck in my head right now are kid songs yeah. from toys. <laughs> what about, I'll, I'll be like at work um, and I'll be singing this song like, that's from, that's from Lily's toy. Why am I singing that at work? <laughs> you know what song that you just even threatened to sing and everyone around says, no, don't sing it. I, oh, because wait, they're afraid. Wait, they're wait, let, get stuck let me write it down and see if, if, if okay, go ahead. Baby shark, na 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 Baby shark, na na That is definitely one that gets stuck in my head. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that song. What did you write down? Uh, happy by, um, uh, what's his name? I'm so happy. Yeah, that one. Like a room without, by Farrell. Yeah, that. see, that's the song I think people go running when it comes on. because it's You know, feral a... means, in Australian, feral means wild. <laughs> you don't want to get bit by him. Like a feral cat. <laughs> I know. That's not just in Australia, by the way. <laughs> it's not? That's an English thing? <laughs> yes. Huh. I thought I was just Australian. No. That's how fluid am I? I thought I was yeah, thinking you're, in Australia. You're, you have a wider vocabulary in, in Australia than you do in the United States. <laughs> Maybe I was just around more feral things when I was in Australia than I normally am in, in the United States. Well, that's probably it. Okay, okay so, so no Jesus Jesus What's the second thing to this? Uh, um, there's a you that the song is talking about, and I think that this you is some sort of... I think it's a divine entity of some sort. So it says, like, um, I think it's a song to God. You sing to me and my heart comes to life. But this is going to be the big thing, right? Is Are you sure it's God or not? You stick with me all day long. You are my remedy. This is going to have to go. We're, you know, we might have to test this with texts to our wives. Oh, interesting. <laughs> all right. We'll try it out. We'll be right back. 
In a recent survey, 98% of listeners can't stand Table Talk Radio. We would like to express our gratitude to those who did not participate in the study. I'm taking some old Luther stuff, pulling it out of the collections and publishing it. You can download it for free or buy them for five bucks. Find it, the Everyone's Luther, at wolfmuller.co. Click on the books at the top of the page. Taking a look at the scoreboard, Brian is leading Courtney 200 points, 200 to zero. Courtney. Got to figure out how to get some points Sorry, here, Courtney. Courtney. Sorry, Courtney. Uh, but the good news is, you'll maybe get... uh, maybe if I could get a, t- a sneak a couple of these lyrics into text spike t- uh, to carry, you'll let me. Uh, you'll let me. Uh, you'll let me give me some points. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give you two hundred points if you text uh, a line from this uh, the song, and Carrie doesn't immediately know what you're doing. That, that she doesn't. She, that she thinks that you're maybe speaking to her. See, something. this is the problem. Is <laughs> if, if my text to Carrie had uh, had slightly more romantic themes, so if, just just I'm just scanning on the text here. It's like headed home. We do need charcoal. Have you seen Andrew? <laughs> and know. then all of a sudden, you stick with me all day long. <laughs> you sing to me, and my heart comes to life. <laughs> Beating for you every time. It's beating, beating. Okay, I'll give you 500 points. How about I hear you? Oh, I love the way your chorus gets stuck in my mind. All right, 500 points is on the line then. If if she doesn't know... You flip my words and change the tempo, and somehow you make it simple. So beautiful to see. You sing to me, and my heart comes to life. Okay. I'm a man in need. You are my remedy. I wonder if that would work. Probably not. <laughs> Let's see. Your soothing melodies. My heart is listening. I can't wait to hear you sing to me. Okay. I'm going to try that one. Okay. Well, Courtney's, Courtney's really hoping that uh, you're, you're a bit more romantic than this. I know. It's just really bad. Okay. Well, the next question on the cruncher, then, if you're done texting, uh, is mystical form. So truth, that is... I want to be in your beautiful symphony. How about that one? I'm just trying to figure out what line has the best chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've reached the end. How about that? That's taken slightly out of context. I've reached the end. She's going to call the police. She's going to be like, my, my husband has had it. I'm a man in need. I've reached the end. Why don't you just what say, line? You, I can't you, even find it now. you sing None to me. None of these are not Roman. I'm looking for a line that's not like dripping with honey here so I can somehow sneak it by. You sing to me and my heart comes to life. I would do that. Do that one. No, that's not. All right. <laughs> you sing to me and my heart comes to life. <laughs> okay, let's see what happens here. This is a problem. She's it's, now Kara's going to notice. How come the only time you text me <laughs> sweet messages is when you're making fun of praise songs? This is going to backfire. 
totally backfired. Well, it's better than this okay. line. Now, what's the next part? Is um, It's better than texting the, this line uh, when he already makes it so surprising, like raindrops when the sun is shining. <laughs> Probably shouldn't text that one. Now, have we? So, are we any closer to sorting this song out? So, we said it's not mentioned to Jesus. We have the idea that maybe it's directed towards God, but this is like the classic, classic example of the God uh, girlfriend song, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, um, well, let's 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 look at the mystical form. Is it is it mystical in form? Okay. Or is, is this not? I mean, this song's I don't think really hitting on the the mysticism scale. This this song's problem is not mysticism. I don't think. I mean, are you taken away? Well, are you? So did you it, lose yourself in in this song or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there it's it is a it's romanticism is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um it's this uh, it's the it's Which, just basic picture. Remember how we talk about the basic picture of salvation. That different churches have, and the basic picture of salvation here is this picture of of the high school date, dating relationship. It's the, it's the romance. It's the, and that's what this is. It's the. It's a. I mean, it's basically a romantic song to God in with kind of a boppy tune to it. But and and the repetition. I can't remember how the tune goes now. Oh, I can help it you. It does. Out. It is very repetitious. I mean, at the end, it just sort of. Can you play the last like, thirty seconds? Like a lyric to my favorite song, you stick with me all day long. And when I reach the end, I wanna hear it again. Like a lyric to my favorite song. If you couldn't remember that, that's not really making the point. <laughs> like, how did that? How did that catchy it's, tune go about the song getting stuck in your head? <laughs> the only thing powerful enough to knock it out was Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> or Happy. No response from Carrie yet. Maybe she's she's probably checking the schedule to see if we're recording table talk. <laughs> probably so. She's on deal. Rolling uh, her eyes. I'm not sure that you're going to be getting getting table talk radio points from this. Sorry, sorry, Courtney. Um. Okay, so uh, let's see mystical content i think this is there is this sense of romance i think and that's part of the mystical thing so it's not here's the problem if if it was more clear that this song was being sung to god or some sort of divine something then then it would be mystical <laughs> but it doesn't even attain to the because mysticism is essentially theological and i'm not sure this song has enough theology to be mystical do you see what i mean mm-hmm. like the the energy that lifts up the song from romance to mysticism is some little touch of theology and it just because it doesn't even have that it can't even attain to the great heights of a mystical song i want to be in your see beautiful symphony but so, but the, the only thing that that maybe tips a little bit is the first. The first line says, um, "My whole life I've wondered how, just wondering how I could turn around. It's over now." So I don't know what what he's trying to turn around, but apparently life isn't going the way he wants it to, and he wants to turn it around. And then comes the subject, or I suppose the object of this song um, that makes his heart sing and all of this so i mean 
to be clear, there's there's nothing in here explicitly referring to God. So I, I echo your point. Um, but that, well, I guess I guess you would you could sing that to to a girlfriend too, couldn't you? Um, in other words, my life was miserable till you. In fact, here, just text this. I'll, I'll tell you what the text to carry. <laughs> my life was miserable until you came into my life. <laughs> but but see, that's 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 part of the problem here. Uh, I mean, uh, a mysticism aside, of of using romance as the ruling metaphor with for the God man relationship um, is that. Uh, it it looks at things on the basis of how I feel, um, so that my my main problem is not a forensic problem, right? That I I've been arrested and charged with a crime, and I'm if found guilty, going to be spending the rest of my life in prison. Um, the problem is that I don't feel loved, <laughs> you know, and so. Um, but what what Jesus is dying on the cross for is not that we would feel loved. Jesus is dying on the cross to uh, acquit us for the transgressions we committed against God. Now, in that action, we know his love, uh, but it's not a matter of how we feel at any given moment. And so so what, what the scriptures present to us is an entirely uh, different point than what the romance metaphor is getting at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. So is Carrie swept away? I'm looking yet? though. I this this that. Let's see. She's she's probably going to write back something very. No, no, nothing yet. So nothing yet. Okay. Give me the cold shoulder. <laughs> uh, the um, the, the it, it reminded me though. This little line in here reminded me of something helpful. It says, "You sing to me, and my heart comes to life." That little thing there is kind of. It reminded me of this. This line from Cyril of Alexandria about how he's talking about the gospel is the song that turns beasts into men. Do you remember that quote? By the way, I caught you using the buzzword. So I will give you 175 points. I'm glad you caught me. Because <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't catch myself. Okay, here's Carrie. What did she say? Uh, <laughs> dang it. Oh, really, she says, quoting praise songs or being romantic, question mark. <laughs> well, you can answer that one however you want, but I don't think you're going to be getting any points out of that. Um, I mean, what do you say at this point? I mean, do you lie and say, oh, no, honey. You, you, this is what you, you say, well, I was... Crunching praise songs, but then it made me think of you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> just do that. <laughs> I'm just going to say, like the lyric to my favorite song, you stick with me all day long. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if she's on to me or not yet. No, I think you, I think you're in the clear so far. <laughs> Okay, so oh, but, so, but this, uh, I, I'm also now at the same time looking for this quote: the the song that turns beasts into men. That is really a fantastic. I wonder why I can't. 
I can't find my cereal here because my books are downstairs. Ugh. I'll find that. I'll find it during the break. All right. That's a great little quote because there there is a way that we, that this this the preaching of the Lord does bring us to life. That picture is nice. All right. After this break, we're going to finish up this song, and then we're going to be listening to your voicemail messages at 1-800-385-SOLA. Stay tuned to Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio. The disaster continues. Hey, daily devotions for your family. Around the Word is found at whatdoesthismean.org. A response has come in. I'm anxious to find out. Uh, did uh, did, did you sleep said? or offer offer feet or? Well, remember, she says she said uh, uh, quoting the praise song or being romantic, and I said responded like a lyric to my favorite song. You stick with me all day long, and the response so far nothing. So, nothing. I, I but also I have to tell you this, I found the uh, quote from Clement. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. It says, Behold the might of the new song. It has made men out of stones, men out of beasts. Those, moreover, that were as dead, not being partakers of the true life, have come to life again simply by becoming listeners to this song. Now, was he actually oh, talking about... Man, a, is that cool. Was he talking about a song or is that a euphemism for the gospel? The gospel. So, the gospel. yeah. Interesting, though. I mean, it's nice, huh? uh, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, I'm not sure it was a Toby Mac song, but. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. so I don't think that Clement was referencing Toby <laughs> Mac's song. But, All right, let's, but the idea that the Lord sings and we come to life, that, sure. I like that idea. But but that that would require so us to sing of Jesus, the one who's atoned for our sins. And, and that's, I think, the point that we're oh. finally driving at with this Toby Mac song and all others like it. That uh, we, in order, in order to receive this gift of like what is quoted there, is that we have to hear of Jesus and what He's done for us and the forgiveness that we have in Christ because of His work. So that's going to be required. Yep. That's right. Okay, should we uh, should we call this thing crunched? Crunch it. Call yep. it crunch. Can All you hear right. the church bell, by the way? No. Oh yeah, I can. Wow. I can. All right, uh, let's go to our voicemail system. If you want to call in with a comment or question or a church sign, bumper sticker, or praise song, 1-800-385-SOLA. Here's the first message. Hey, this is John from Des Moines, Iowa, the Commonwealth of Australia. Got some church (laughs) sign theology. A good angle to approach any problem is the triangle. T-R-Y. Triangle. Good stuff. Triangle. <laughs> uh, see, before he spelled it out, I thought it was some kind of a pun off of the Trinity in some way. Like, you know. Nah, it didn't attain to that level. <laughs> it's like trying to be mystic and only being relational. No, it's like trying to be mystical and only being sappy. <laughs> this was trying to be theological and only became punny. Yeah, yeah. The triangle. 
I'm tr I'm trying to wrap my mind around. No, I I understand how this goes. Like at some point, the, there were church signs where you could put like your service times and your pastor's name, maybe or whatever. And then someone said, uh, "Hey, this kind of funny pun gets people's attention." So where no one even looked at the sign when it had church signs or the pastor's name. Uh, now people are at least looking at the sign. I, I get that, but but then there's some kind of a content consideration. Like, all right, what's the punny thing that we want to put on our sign? And uh, uh, well, I forgot the message said something like, uh, "If you're if you're stuck in life and what angle to fix a problem? Yeah, yeah, the triangle. Uh, that basically we're saying, hey, you just gotta you gotta try. Like, is that is there anything in there that, I mean, I realize there's a pun in there, but is there anything in there that's actually worth saying? <laughs> it's like the line in the Tony, Napoleon Dynamite. Eat the casserole, Tina, you fat lard. You know, talking to the llama. Remember that? Remember that part? Yeah. He has this conversation with a llama. It's like, well, <laughs> well like that was a waste of time. And then you realize to yourself... I just watched him waste his time. I mean, basically, you're saying, "Hey, Very look, uh, you're not trying." <laughs> that, that, that's the why don't, why don't, you have better you, try. Have you considered trying? I'm surprised you're even outside to be able to maybe, read this sign. <laughs> maybe this church sign is especially for those uh, with this apathy of asadia. Oh, yeah, right, asadia. Good point. All right. Well, here's that's another. That's their attended audience. I'll give you. I'm going to give you five points for that. Thank now, you. Now, the problem with the, with the uh, the tri church sign, of course, is um, if you were making it theological, it would probably be false doctrine because the problem. This is the problem of sin, and the solution. The chief problem is sin and death, and the solution is not in our trying, but in Jesus dying. Right. Look at how I made it a rhyme. <laughs> Could make that a Toby Maxwell. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's hear another voicemail here. Hey, pastors, okay. thanks so much for doing Table Talk Radio. Really, have gotten into your show in the last month or so. You have uh, meteorized my drive through Austin traffic in the best possible way. Just passed the church sign on a first assembly of. God. Wait, is there traffic in Austin? <laughs> no, I don't know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> I didn't know that. Anyway, sorry. I, you know how Google tracks your every move? I can see how many hours I spend in traffic every day now, too. That's depressing. I bet it is. Yeah. Anyway, continues. Due to Texas, a long, long time ago in a Galilee far, far away. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you don't seem to be very enthused about these what? puns. <laughs> In a in a Galilee far far away. Now that uh, here's the problem. I'll bet you someone put that up for their Christmas service. Mm -hmm. What's the problem with that? Um, Galilee was not where Jesus was born. It was Nazareth. Oh, I see. I saying. mean, it wasn't even Nazareth. It was Bethlehem. Galilee's up north. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I got distracted because Carrie's writing me back this romantic song. <laughs> she says, Now give your presence from above, that these by vowing true may show their pledge is like the love between the church and you. Ooh. And then she says, Mine's better. 
Touche. So that it's a Galilee thing, but you know, the, the birth of Jesus, that was all about the Bethlehem. Not about the Galilee. So they, they got their, not only is the pun obnoxious, they got the geography all wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. Here's another one. Church right. sign What's on a Roman Catholic church. It says, a long time ago in a Galilee, oh, far, one. far away. Oh, and wow. another one on a Lutheran someone, church, Missouri Synod, Q. Wolfmuller, sigh. <laughs> when you scratch Jesus, you touch God. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so we have multiple. I don't know. Let's see. These came in. These came. Oh, these came in the same day. I wonder. I wonder if uh, it was the same sign or, or different signs. That would be interesting. Different different area. Oh, no, because the other one was Assemblies of God, and oh. then the other one was a Catholic Roman church. Roman Catholic. Oh, Is there, they just got to be subscribed to Church Signs dot com. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Hey, that, if that's not already a thing, that probably could be a thing. Anyway. Um. Okay, but let, I, I want to look at this Missouri Synod one that, that would invoke the Wolfmuller sigh. Uh, when you scratch Jesus, you touch God. Now, that one lacks the pun, the pun factor. Um, but what, what do you think about this as far as... I mean, I suppose when you touch Jesus, you touch God. I suppose. <laughs> you don't just have to scratch him? <laughs> yeah, I wonder why the specific scratch thing. It's like... If you just if you give Jesus a back rub, yeah, you know, we we could say I don't know what the specificity of the scratch business is. We could say, and this is completely crazy. Sign. You know, I mean, if you want to go to insane town for a second, but we could just say what the Bible says. And if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. I mean, yeah, that'd probably be the best way to do it. That I mean, I, I, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, Jesus. <laughs> Let's just go with that. I've been having this conversation with the Jehovah's Witnesses. Have I told you about that? Oh, you mentioned something about that. Now. Yeah. They, they no, came back. Nice. I asked, I asked them this question. Uh, hey, I worship Jesus. Is that idolatry? <laughs> and the answer is? I'll get, I'll, I'll get back to you. We worship God the Father through Jesus. He says, well, I worship Jesus. Is that idolatry? <laughs> now you have to Let's wait go for the back answer. To the question, okay. Shall we? Okay. Yeah. So now uh, they're getting back to me again, but um, this is a real problem. Is that is that this danger of not of not knowing, not understanding, not confessing that Jesus is God in the flesh? So I guess this sign is confessing that in some strange way. I don't know. So. Hmm. Yeah. All right, one more. Let's see if we have time for another quick one. Oh, yeah, 46 seconds. You know, seconds. With a miracle, the incarnation, you say, we kill Jesus, we kill God. Now right. that, right. maybe yeah. put that on a church sign. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, here's here's the last one. Yes, a church sign in Alabama. Smile, you may be the only Bible that people read. Have a good day. Ooh. All right, that's a tough one to tackle in 30 seconds, but go. It is this this weird idea, like you're the only Jesus people will meet, you're the only Bible people will read, is that you you are an ambassador of the Lord, which I suppose is true enough. We are the Lord's ambassadors, but that does not mean that we are sacraments. There's a great danger. We've seen this show up a couple times recently. 
in turning the Christian into the means of grace. And that is false. Right. And thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Where the song, where the points are like the tunes you can play. Thanks on for the listening Toys to this Island. edition of Table Talk Radio. <laughs> Table Talk Radio. Like, congratulations to Brian. Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk. Courtney Radio. will send you a Table Talk Radio mouse pad. Heartburn, hair loss, hallucinations, and aversion to incomplete sentences. With Sorry, chronic injury, psychosis, coma, death, have a hundred seventy-five to two hundred five. Internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your back seat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the capitalists on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org. 